It's August 27th, and you're tuned into 101.5 KBBQ. I'm Six Detmar. And I'm Nick Cease, and it's August 22nd. And this is Bottle Crow Reborn, a podcast where we talk about the date and uh, its significance in history and occasionally a little thing called Dota 2. You started there. You forgot how this goes. I did. You... Some you, I don't want to. I do. You get the date wrong occasionally. You know, it's it's kind of a thing, and then it like <laughs> throws true. me off because I don't. You know, you got a great intro planned, right? And I know you're. It's a real banger, and I don't want to throw you off your game, but it just like you know, it it throws me off. It just it derails me for a second, and I just swerve into the other lane. Sometimes, mm. it's mm. not like I okay. had a plan, but you know, I see. It's more easy to criticize what? others. You know that's true. I can appreciate that. You know, mm-hmm. it's it, sometimes it's good. It's it's good to be the king. I don't know where I was going. Um, <laughs> nobody knows where I was going. No. Um, but it's good to be back. I will tell you that because we are back to talk about Dota Two. It's a video game um, that I have barely played any of, <laughs> and I play a lot of Turbo. Actually, not true. We'll get to that later. Not just Turbo recently, but only very recently it's been a you know it's been a minute we're it really has grizzled old and gray now yeah uh so are you are you done working on your your fixer upper of a home can we like record oh, podcasts boy. again or is this a one-off is this like like here we'll throw <laughs> this one out like a like a fucking message in a bottle and it'll be another five months before i can yeah, record skeet shooting again. i just i shouted pull and and six took the shot he's a t took the shot yep uh yeah i bought a house by the way that was so i bought a house and you know some other things and i've uh let's say i ripped up the entire floor okay but i've cleaned that up at this point i'm uh i'm moving some basement stairs uh just the other day wait they... you're you're moving the <laughs> stairs yeah so it's a one it's a one story at, with a basement so like a thousand square feet and it's like the uh-huh. old 60s style where you walk in and immediately it's the stairs to the basement and then it's like mm, yeah, that is that, that is tacky. corridor splits the kitchen and the living room and the rest of the house. And while I ripped up the floor and I'm ripping out the entire kitchen, I was like, you know, it would be really good value if I moved these stairs. So I'm gonna like turn them 90 degrees. It'll make it a lot better. It's fun. Yeah. I enjoy it. I, the, technically. I, I, I'm- there are, there are, like, you know, I appreciate the way, like, architecture and fashion and style comes and goes, but I think we can all agree that there are there are points, there are choices that were made at certain stylistic times in history where, like, you were just wrong. And, like, mm-hmm. welcome to my house, go into the basement was a dumb decision. I mean, it's a bold statement, you know? Well, it's, it's, a, it's a bold statement in that you're saying, like, listen... I know the only reason you're here is to dig through the cardboard boxes I've got stored under, you know, underneath this, like, mm-hmm. you know, layer of concrete. Nothing in the upstairs is worth seeing. Just no, no, fucking no. get your shit Just and get, get out. Get down in there. <laughs> hey, um, you know, if any listeners message. are in the Maryland area and are in need of some uh, reclaimed red oak flooring, two and a quarter inch Ooh, width, you know. That sounds nice. It still has all the nails and the cleats in it, but I had about 900 square feet. It was so I okay. I ripped it up. It was good hardwood, except it was lots of had lots of water damage, and I was just gonna refinish, but it turns out that would have been way too much work, and actually wouldn't have done anything because once I ripped up some of these boards, they were just stained all the way through. It was like really mm. dark, 
water stains. That's disappointing. Yeah. So I ripped it all up, like crowbarred everything, every last board out of the floor, and I'm putting down new hardwood. There's a pl- a a sawmill, I guess, by me. It's like this Mennonite-run place. It's called Hicksville, Hicksville Planning Mill in Maryland, that is gotten good reviews from some guys at work. So I'm putting down new hickory, four-inch-wide hickory hardwood floor. Oh. Mm-hmm. But I have not yet moved in there, nor have I activated internet. But I think that will be coming very soon. I uh, I made some podcasts. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you pasta. Know. I don't know why. That's not, that's not incorrect. <laughs> I did at one point make some pasta. That's good. Well, I'm glad well, to hear it. Yeah. You know, the, the Jackie's chow may have, have been on ice, but <laughs> cooking never takes a break. No. You've put, you've put out a lot of podcasts. Probably yeah. over a hundred. Yeah. No, I, I you know, I do a lot of I do a lot of work around here. Um Flex. Well, you know, not all of it's good. Um you took the opportunity, you were like, hey, listen, we haven't podcasted in a while, and we're not gonna podcast again for a while, but regardless, <laughs> I'm just gonna go ahead and show up at the We Like Dota Live like I matter at all. <laughs> yep. How is that? <laughs> It was it was a time so it was like two or three weeks ago at this point, and it it was a it was a whole thing. So me and uh, Furniture Hadodagu, uh, we went to school in Philly, right? I think I've talked about that. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. it, it's actually almost exactly a year since I graduated is when we like Dota Live was because the last time the last like the first time they did the the live show at the Philadelphia Podcast Festival was I think two no. One day before I left Philly, like I had graduated hmm. and then I was moving out and it just happened to be that I was going to move out the day after. So I was there and it was a good time at the uh, hmm. the Tattooed Mama bar in uh, South, not on South Street, not in South Philly. And so this year, it's like, hey, they're doing the podcast again. And then one of their hosts, Arian, the uh, you know young German boy, uh, he's like, hey, I'm going to come to America for like a month because I'm from Europe and I just graduated and that's a thing we do because we have lots of vacation mm-hmm. and so he came over to america he like flew over and we picked him up from the philadelphia airport and we all stayed in an airbnb over the weekend wow. <laughs> and on saturday we had a live podcast for the we like dota at the tattooed mom again and so you so you've been talking about Bedota behind my back mm-hmm. it was uh it, <laughs> not very serious Dota. There was a few people that like we had a, uh, I think, Ken from Strats. Do you do you know Strats? I don't think I do. I didn't until I like saw him and looked up. The, they're like a big. I think just general esports organization people. I don't know. Basically, he was flying to Shanghai the next day with a team to, uh, I guess, cover the international. So it was like, oh, geez. Mm. Big deal, man. Wow. Yeah. I think he came because I made a post on the, the Dota 2 subreddit like the night before. It was good. And then I think we got one other person that way. Um, and then got to see the whole crew, Jim, Greg, a bunch of people, uh, Arsenity from the Fourth Spirit podcast. There was a lot of crossover at here. Hmm. Um, so I got to meet Sam, uh, Arsenity Sam and then Sam, the Plaid Pirate Sam. And Sam stayed with us at the Airbnb and then I got to meet uh, Bayalucht, who's like a new, I don't know if he's a new listener to We Like Dota, but he was a cool guy. And uh, <laughs> and I got to meet Arian in person. 
he's uh he's every bit as hmm, spunky as he is online. Mm. He's a funny. Mm. Yeah, we played uh, basketball. Well, we let's let me rephrase that. We uh had four of us and we had a basketball and a basketball court in the neighborhood we were staying at at like uh, ten or eleven at night. Extremely hot. It was a fun time. It was a surprisingly you know fun random Philly party time with some, with a bunch of random people like Jim and Greg and like a bunch of people have kids and they were talking about kids and then we have Aaron there who's literally I think he is 18 he is 18 or 19 it's just you know it was an, a, a good time and another reminder of like wow it's you know the internet brings lots of different kinds of people together in ways you wouldn't usually expect mm-hmm. yeah but you know for sure we'll do again we'll do next year for sure great well i'm glad to hear that went well um meanwhile dota's been happening um (laughs) in the world uh you know i want to i want to go out of order i want to have some fun here do it when have Um, we ever gone in order on our notes six we've been pretty close sometimes i guess Um, just because we're not creative (laughs) yeah but like so the battle pad we have because we've been gone i haven't gotten to, to talk about and complain about all the cosmetics in the so battle pass i'm so excited every every single treasure they released i'm like you know six would you know six really needs to see this so i want to start out by talking about i'm I, like just in 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 typical fashion great dismissive form about a lot of the bonuses right um Acolyte of the Lost Arts, the young Invoker persona, like good for them. Adding a different take on a hero. Uh, really love that the voice actor is either from Oliver Twist or Home Alone. I can't quite tell, <laughs> but oh my god, I hate that voice work it's so like much. The worst possible like anime dub, like a, like a '90s English anime dub. It's just horrible. It's like it's like Gabe Newell brought in his son and not one of the other developers because this kid's a brat, but like also not like not like an acting brat. Just like, oh, this kid was like, oh, I'm here because you said afterwards you buy me an ice cream store. Mm-hmm. Um, it's I hate it. I really it's, hate listening to him. It's God awful. Whenever it's in game, I just cringe. Um, then we have uh, the Earthshaker Arcana Planet Fall, um, which is a neat design. And it's got some cool elements, and it's not Earthshaker. If when he equipped it, he changed his name to, like, Starshaker or something, I'd be here for it. But mm-hmm. he's the Earthshaker. Why is he Starboy? It's true. He's he's all about being on the Earth. Why is, like, like is he a reject from the next Guardians of the Galaxy movie? <laughs> like, what are we doing? Um, and then another, another one of these, like, okay, good work, misplaced, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, look, it's Axe without an axe. Oh, it's God. the character without the thing he was literally named and designed for. Wow, what a great idea. He has uh, surprisingly detailed uh, genitals also. So attention to yeah, detail. Well, you know, you know, uh, uh, it's 2019. You know, he's very woke, I guess. Again, if they changed his name to Fist when he equipped it, <laughs> I'd be all here for it. That would be incredible. Because I actually think it's really well done. It's just swimsuit Axe. Yeah. What is it? Beach Party? Beach Party Axe? Yeah, there you go. There you go. Uh, Arcade Axe. Um, (laughs) Star Guardian Axe. Um, And then we've got uh, Majesty of the Colossus, which is the new uh, tiny arcana. 
thing? Or it's, it's like it's prestige item. Prestige is items, the IO thing a prestige item too? The the companion cube. Companion cube is an arcana. Okay, so but this is considered a prestige. Item. What is a prestige item? <laughs> uh, it's like it's like it's. I feel like it's in between a regular immortal and an arcana. It's sort of this mid tier of like, listen, we put a lot of work into it, but we didn't go whole hog. Hmm. Okay, it seems like um, they went very close. You know, three quarters to seven eighths of a hog. Yeah, there there was there was definitely like a seventy percent hog here, like seventy oh, yeah. percent chance of hog. A, a nice you know. a nice two cloudy um so this one is good and looks good <laughs> it's just cool <laughs> be still my heart <laughs> i i feel like the tiny crown looks really silly mm-hmm. um but like the sword looks sick the change to his like avalanche animation looks sick it is good they did a good job uh now uh terrain i've only seen it in in gif form it seems fine i don't know it's not one of the standouts well let's talk uh, let's have some fun let's talk about the immortals <laughs> all right uh life stealer glowy claws that make you go purple and with a swirly when he casts open wounds on you okay you didn't have any ideas but that's fine that's life stealer mm-hmm. i understand he's lame uh the uh death prophet mask of mortis like a cool butterfly mask with glowy purple effects uh the particle effects on the spell are a little over the top but good you did a good job there yeah uh the latician hierarchy uh which is a nonsense name for this (laughs) item uh it's like he's got crystals and shit on his back it's it's this is for nyx assassin um I guess like the spikes a... look less janky than the original ones, but I don't, you know, I don't know. it's fine. I don't care. <laughs> um, Flight of Epiphany, uh, really tacky looking, like neon purple wings. Like frosted tips. For, yeah, really bad for, for <laughs> uh, Skywrath Mage. Hey, it's a phase, you know. You know, Yeah, you know, like he got, he got really into like new metal. And he started going to Hot Topic, and I get it. And then his arcane bolt is he just throws a bird? bird. It's its really stupid. This is a bad one, y'all. Ah. Um, Infernal Menace. Centaur Warrunner. Um, another one of those ones where it's like, I, I feel like it's like the Lifestealer one, where it's like, I don't object to this. I don't feel like you had very much of an idea here. He's got a glowy axe that does red shit when he swings it. Like, okay, fine. Mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing that special there. Uh, Lashrak Tormented Crown. Um, the problem with Lashrek items is besides the staff, they kind of all, like, the color scheme for Lashrek is so set in stone that they kind of all look the same. Um, so my problem with Lashrek items is that he already has so much shit that explodes around him. You know, it, usually the majesty will get lost amongst all the other ridiculous particle effects. And so mm-hmm. I'm going to take a bold stance here. The only thing you should ever equip on Lashrek is the taunt, which is the best taunt in the game. It's a very good taunt. Um, and then it changes his diabolic edict effect to being like he's dropping like Bubba T. Bubba's on people. Um, I think it's dumb, but like if you're here for it, I guess that's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Earthshaker. So this is one of those. This is one of those things they do a lot with Earthshaker. One, it's it's back to the star thing. But like if it's just an immortal, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not balanced right. Totems right? that like like. The totems sit on his back in a like a, a strap here, 
and that would just fall right out. That's silly. The he's, effect looks he has all an right, axe on his so. back, basically. Well, it's like a it's like a hammer. It's like a it's got a flat yeah. Okay. a flat yeah. It's more accurate. Um, it, it, it's silly. Uh, you got a gold version of the claws. You know how I feel about gold. Gold. Uh, gold wings oddly actually fit Skywrath better, um, because he's a dumb prick, and wow. also gold is one of his colors. Endorsing gold. The rare. Um, and then uh, Reaper's wreath for Drow. I don't know. It looks okay. It's a. It's like a. It's like a flowering like tree bow, and then the arrows get kind of pretty. Uh, I like the fact that, petals, death, so. that the, like the leaves fall off. Yeah. Oh, I just noticed that. That is cool. Um, so it's all right. Mm-hmm. I don't have any strong feelings. Treasure two. I have a, a short intermission for you six. Yes. Watch this YouTube video. This the just the first taunt. I have a time stamped okay. a YouTube video and sent it to six. He's about to see something that's uh, going to disturb her. Wait for it. Okay, I'm here for it. That's great. <laughs> that's fantastic. Good work. <laughs> I mean, we're fully in the era of taunts are completely nonsense, like dumb shit. Mm-hmm. And Ursa spinning around and banging symbols together is fantastic. Well, Good for you. <laughs> that's great. Um, you got uh, Treasure 2, uh, Gates of Nothal, which is like a... It says it's backslot, even though it's a mask? Yeah, slots are weird sometimes for Dazzle. It's like this like sort of Aztec-inspired, clearly stone mask, changes shadow wave. It's all right. I think the mask is cooler than the spell effect, but it's cool. I'm here for mm-hmm. it. Um, the Rectifier, they gave him another special Chakram effect. Um, this, one, this one's kind of i don't know it feels a little silly if like honestly i don't just say this to be mean the art style on it like the big like glowy spinny like with over technical feel seems league of legends to me this seems like a new league of legends hero. I, I feel like a lot of them feel that way and i can't quite figure out why i, don't I mean know. there's a way they use like lighting and particle effects in league of legends yeah, to make like things feel kind of like yeah yeah, uh, there's a sharpness I feel like that that Dota usually has, where they sort of smooth things over in the in the feel and in, yeah. in league. I don't know where it's hard to put our finger exactly on what we're saying, but I think you you see what I'm saying and agree. Yep. Um, Fortune of Five Houses uh, for Grimstroke. That's a cool looking brush. Yeah, it looks cool. Good job. Sweet brush. Uh, Chalice of <laughs> for uh, Pugna. Um, it's fine. I don't think it looks very good, but like, you know, it's Pugna. What do you, what the fuck are you going to do? It's one of those ones where you're like, oh, we got to make immortals for this guy. Uh, no, it makes the explosion slightly more visually compelling. Like, okay, fine. You, you know, what else are you going to do? Um, Umbral Glyph for, uh, Warlock. Previously he had like, uh, a, a, like, you know, either like a torch or a scroll. Um, I guess that's fine that he now has several spinning spinning bands of metal. It looks like an oracle item, honestly. It does. It's like a ball oracle should hold. Um, And honestly, I think it makes the Shadow Word graphics too dramatic. Yeah. Because Shadow Word has always been a really understated ability, and I think it's a little a little much. Pay to lose. Um, the Twilight Schism. Schism for Luna is a glaive and bounces. That looks fine. Sure. Why not? Uh, Horns the Betrayer 
for Lion, uh, for you know the nominal price of a lot of money, you can make Lion look like he's Mars. Look at that beard. That's just Mars. Yep. It's just a short that, Mars. That, um, it changes his his Earth spike. Looks all right. That's that's. I, f- I feel like it's fine. I do feel like there's a, a bit of an identity overlap, but generally well done. Uh, gold chakram thing. Fuck you. Gold, you know, moon glaives. Fuck you. Uh, the apogee of the guardian flame for uh, for ember spirit. I think it's pretty cool. I like the visual effect on it, and I also really like um, the sort of like like very symbolic like like sprite sun that's hovering behind him. I think that's a really neat effect. So is, I think yeah. they did a very good job with that one. This one seems like it's the League of Legends. Art. It's on his. Uh, oh boy. The, the shield. The shield thing. The shield skill. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, flame guard. <laughs> flame. Oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Good. Good Dota players here. Uh, it's on that, and it like it seems like it should be the League of Legends art style because it's very soft, but it's more just like a super radiance effect, mm-hmm. with, like streaks. But it also. Now that I look at it, kind of seems like it should be an oracle item too, because it has a circle behind his shoulders. Well, you can only you can only give Oracle so many things. I feel like it doesn't look it, it definitely looks like like Eastern symbolism in a way that Oracle isn't. So I think I'm still That's willing fair. to give it to to yeah. um to our, our resident poet. Mm-hmm. Uh Crucible of Ryle, Treasure Three Axe. Uh they gave him another head that does a Berserker's Call effect. He already has an immortal that does this. Um, at least this one makes the ground crack when he yells. Um, and also, there's a bunch of steam coming out of it. Why is there steam coming out of it? What's He's going just on? So mad. I guess, like, I, I, if this, if the previous one didn't exist, I would be like, this is fine, I guess. But this is just like they tried to jazz up a previous design that worked for its <laughs> elegance. I like the previous head better. Yeah, it's fair. Uh, the Moraxiform's fate, which is if lore masters will of course know, Moraxiform is the uh, demon that uh, Clinks fought and and accidentally merged with nope. in order to uh, become his current form, the fire demon. Um, it's like a bow with a face that's always drooling. Um, I'm kind of into this just because Clinks is a dope, and this bow is dopey, and it makes all his skeletons like dopes and it's I, it's it's good it's it's the right kind Clinks of links in the seven me. dopes yeah it's yeah. great um the scythes of sorrow for terrorblade feel like a mod yep <laughs> they feel like they feel like yeah like someone a very talented deviant art artist was like i'm gonna make my fan art a reality they're well rendered and they're stupid. Why did you make this? <laughs> it was supposed to be a silencer item. Also, when he turns metamorphosis, he throws lunaglaves now. Great, cool. Yep. Why? Um Bloodmain Avenger. Uh I like the fact that they gave him like it looks cool as an item. He's got like the metal like wolf face with like glowing eyes and like a glowing like bloody like mane. Mm-hmm. That looks neat. Um the fact that when he hits Howl, a little, like, Witcher icon appears over his head is kind of <laughs> stupid, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, pro- progenitor's Bane for Mars. First first, 
first you know ti for mars welcome to the welcome to the family um thank you he throws he throws an angry zeus lightning bolt because it's his progenitors is zeus because that's his dad it's me your dad um i don't know this is this is one of those like okay no strong yep. feelings it's a shiny thing uh first of the flood back item for for slardar mm-hmm. he's got special effects when he runs now he's got like like water glowy water he's bubble got jets. jets he's got a wake like but they're like bubbly jets like like little bubbles go up it's very stupid this is you know you talk about fucking pool party this is pool party lashrak not lashrak god slardar um <laughs> I think it's dumb. I, I it don't find it offensive. I just I don't know why they thought this needed to happen. Yeah, that's fair. Um, uh, getting gold version of the axe head, dumb. And then uh, Solon Rampart, Rampart, excuse me, for uh, Necrophos, which makes like they're like like dead spirits clawing at his feet at all times and then when he hits ghost shards ghost shroud they kind of go crazy and he turns out like a a brighter color um that's all right this i, looks I, I like, think uh, finish your thought while i google something so <laughs> i was i was like i think it's just like it's one of those ones where you're like you're just doing particles for the sake of particles but they're cool looking particles so i'll give it to you right i don't know that particles. this needed to happen so like but okay that's fine um, it communicates what's happening. I do think it is a little like the during uh, activated Ghost Shroud. It's a little over the top, given how that spell is. I mean, it's effective, but it, you know, looking at it, you'd think it was somebody's ult. Um, it seems a little too much, but it's all right. It's fine. That's what I. It looks like. Speaking of League of Legends, it looks like Carthus. Do you remember Carthus? I do remember Carthus. It looks like his stuff. You're not, you know, you're yeah, not like, like, it's this another, it's probably the inspiration. It's a ghostly character and he like goes ethereal and has like blue green, a blue green circle around him, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. I mean, it's, it's fine. Particles. Yeah. That's, you know, I, I hear what you, I, I, yeah. 13 years of MOBA design. And now finally we get to the Trove Carafe. Um, Bounty Hunter, Tines of Tybara. He's got like like claws. He's the uh, villain from Inspector Gadget. There Dr. you go. Claw. I was I, I was like I I was like I can't make a Wolverine joke. That's not right. I could make a Lady Deathstroke, but that seems a little bit of a reach. And it's like, oh no, you're right, you're right, Inspector Gadget. Thank you, um, Crystal Maiden. If you thought her old immortal staff looked dumb, now she's got a flower staff. Yeah. Like, okay, that seems worthwhile. I again not blown away, but like okay. And have, we, have you seen the effect it gives in game? I, I can't see any of the effects because they didn't create pages for them. Um, no. So I'm just looking at the treasure. And yeah, so I don't bad. know what the effects Here, on anything you, is. You take this, uh, now that we're at the end, this Liquipedia link, which solves everything. Oh, great. Okay. This is, yeah, that's better. It only does um, an effect when you level up her aura. That's it. I beg your pardon? <laughs> when you level up arcane aura. It gives her. Okay, she's like well, in first, a snow globe temporarily. Well, first bounty hunter, Janata. Okay, it makes okay. <laughs> bounty hunter is actually amazing. Bounty hunter makes makes when you hit with Janata, they explode into money and jewels. <laughs> like <laughs> you're playing ridiculous. a clicker game. This I is was great. Just thinking that. 
Diablo. Uh, that's fantastic. Um, yeah, like opening a treasure chest in Diablo 3. Uh, the Arcane Aura effect is... Okay, this You'll video see is... it four times again. <laughs> that's really bad! What? <laughs> what? <laughs> you okay, don't have to I see guess... very often. No, I mean, you know, it's a decent staff, and she's short on those. I guess it's fine, but what? Mm -hmm. um, then we got, like, uh, Monarch of the Sapphire Glen, which is, like, a, like monarch butterfly wings with, like, branches and flowers for uh, nature's profit. Uh, changes, you know, Wrath of Nature, and I think it's cool. Me too. It makes, makes, makes butterflies. I like butterflies. Yeah. Um, Wrath Binder for uh for arc warden which makes there be like two like ghost wyverns permanently mounted on his shoulders and then i guess when he uses spark wraith they like ghost versions of them pop up i don't really know what this has to do with him at all um he's got wraiths at all. you know he has a skill that uh, has has wraiths Sure, but those aren't those aren't wraiths. Those are just dragons. Like the word wraith doesn't just mean whatever you want. You can't just do this. Get him. Get him. <laughs> um, Sick of. It's stupid, but I guess it's fine. Uh, Mantle of the Whispered Bond for Templar Assassin gives her a special refraction effect. If this video will play right, it keeps restarting itself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it's bugged as hell um okay well i'm just looking at a screenshot of it i think that effect looks really cool hmm. like it, tra it wraps her in like strands of gold i think that's neat i like the uh what is it it's is it waga set that has the golden blades or something like, like that i think tia mm -hmm. has some yeah. really cool like you know understated items Stuff yeah, like TA's that. got a lot of a lot of pretty good options. I do think one of the big problems is that a lot of the good items uncover her face or do different things. Like you've got items that aren't the the big problem with TA is people wanting to uncover things, mm -hmm. right? Like it's like oh, this one makes her boobs have more, you know, whatever, or this one like shows her belly button in a way that's weird and looks <laughs> very strange. It's just there's a weird there's this, there's a skin fixation with these people. You got to go the boob window or nothing. I mean, I, re I respect the innovation of trying to come up with a belly window. Um, <laughs> just give it another shot. You didn't quite get Back there. Back to the drawing board. Uh, we got uh, Chaos Arbiter for Chaos Knight. It's a, it's a glowy sword. I think it looks okay. Pretty cool. And then if you crit, it's, it's, it's a like a sword. slightly glowy effect. It looks pretty understated, to be honest. Mm -hmm. um, so it's fine. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then we got the Piscean Pulverizer here for Tusk, um, which if you Walrus Punch, it's, why? It's a fish on his hand, and then he punches, and it's like, look, it's fish time. It says fish punch, and there's fish everywhere. <laughs> I just... <laughs> Sometimes I just have those moments where I'm like, what are we doing? What am I doing? This, <laughs> this is one of those things that makes me say that. Mm -hmm. um while i load up the next thing golden version of the fish punch golden version of the thing that only levels up when you do arcana that's that fucking aura thing that's stupid um now we have a pretty big one the yep. pachyderm powder wagon for techies where uh instead of their cart they're on 
a little Dumbo <laughs> and uh, uh, Splee? No, Squee. Squee is in the back wrapped or by a snake? No, it's not Squee, which is Spleen. Spoon? Spoon. Spoon. I always forget Spoon. Everybody <laughs> forgets Spoon. That's the whole thing. Um, I just, I don't. Have you seen, did you see the third video on the page? No, I'm watching the third video on the page. When you get the, at 25, if you get the Minds Have Movement talent, your minds are little elephant bonds, and they start to hop around. (laughs) The minds get a movement animation. This is like, it's, it's really well executed. It's this is like interesting an art design, and it's I don't know arcana. why they put it in this game. <laughs> People it's would say that about this... techies, though. Six. Yeah, I guess that's fair. Like, I mean, if this is this is if you're looking to appeal to techies players who are here <laughs> yes. to just be like, "What if I made Dota not Dota?" Then yeah. okay, I guess I can understand. Yeah, I feel it's the one um, time that it's you know completely appropriate to have that kind of cosmetic. And then we have uh, the cult of the demon trickster. It's weird that you'd call a set of clothes a cult. I don't know if they know how words work. Um, but it's uh, it's a gold. But again, Wukong is one of those characters where he has gold in his his color scheme, so it works. Mm-hmm. And then it changes his Wukong's of command, and I think I think it's pretty cool. I think they did a good job. It's got like golden dragons that fly around the outside. It it looks pretty sick, and it it is gold. But as you mm-hmm. said, it kind of fits. Gold can be used well. I think I my objection is to just throwing gold into things <laughs> randomly. That annoys me. But if you're like, hey, no, this is you know, I'm, we're saying something with the gold. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm here for it. Good work. Um, so all in all, uh, this this TI's items, I feel like we're definitely seeing that they are running out of ideas in some instances. But also, I think that running out of ideas in its own way is causing people to get more creative in a way I appreciate. Like the the um, the wing item, like the, the monarch wings on Nature's Prophet. I don't feel like that's something we would have seen previously because that's such a divergence from his visual style. But I think it's cool. Yeah. And I am glad they're feeling free to experiment more. I, I feel like, you know, hey, guys. If you're running out of ideas or, you know, the market is oversaturated with cosmetics for the heroes that do have a lot, just start giving other heroes cosmetics. I know, you know, Axe is going to get something every year, like five times a year, probably Jug too. But, you know, there are other heroes with cool spells. They got something for Mars. What are you, what are you complaining true. about? That's true. I it's know. perfect. That's, you got one item for one hey, character. I got an Oracle <laughs> cosmetic this year, so I should be satiated. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, I, uh, I expected them to do worse, I guess is what I would say. So that's a, that's a, I think a raving review, you know, it's Um, been a while since we had a hack cast, but it's pretty, pretty positive. Well, you know, there, I, I feel like we're at a point where also my expectations have kind of been (laughs) like, cause like part of the thing is like, listen, I, I hate to cut to the quick here, but I didn't buy the battle pass this year. And it's not just because I'm not playing very much. Um, it's because I'm good. Like all this stuff is like none of this stuff. The one, the one was like, oh man, if they nail this invoker persona, this could be great. And then I was like, oh, I can't stand this. Um, but like, I'm, I'm, 
pretty happy. My Wind Ranger looks sick as hell. I've got the Rubik Arcana. My Crystal Maiden is is pretty tricked out. I don't think I would bother with this new staff. Like, I'm happy with how my characters look, and I also kind of identify them as that at this point, right? Yeah. Like, if you took away my Yules from my Crystal Maiden, it wouldn't feel like my Crystal Maiden anymore, because um, I've had it for so long. Yeah. So there's, I feel like there's only a few items throughout all of the treasures this year that actually like excited me at all. Like I forgot I had most of the treasures I had mm. that I've just like been earning or I think I bought the level 50 bundle. And so there was a bunch with that and I think I eventually opened up, but it wasn't like, Oh, I unlocked a new treasure. I got to go do it now. Do it now. I would just like forget. And then I think the other day I opened like six treasure twos or something. And it was just it's like, okay, skip equip. Sure. Skip equip, skip equip. And I was like, you know, I guess, I guess this is fine. Yeah. But it did make me, you know, feel very, I don't know. It made me think about the whole system a little existential. Just seems like a lot. Yeah. I mean, I think they're at the point where they're not expecting, like, it seems like what this battle pass says to me is this is finally the point where I realize they don't expect me to buy this. Right. Like, yeah. Cause I like me personally, right? Like previous years, it's been like, how could I possibly resist? But at this point, it's like, oh no, you are fully catering to whales at this point. And I is like, I was a dolphin, right? You know, <laughs> I was I was in the ocean. Um, if you if I could send you, I don't want to say this out in public, but like if you <laughs> privately message me or and like, hey six, use the Steam trading card functionality to find I, out how uh, much money you spent on Dota. I, I saw know the when number. you posted in our Discord. <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> Um, I, i'm too afraid to look at mine too afraid but like yeah i just i don't i'm i'm set yeah also the courier's dumb um <laughs> <laughs> if the techies one because the trovecraft items oh, might be different for techies they're going to be marketable in like a week we huh. had to check that it wasn't a typo we were i think jim was talking about it and we like dota it's it's marketable at the end of like september 2019 not 2020. Everything else is 2020. So I don't know what, what they were doing. Hmm. Might just have to buy, you know, it for a dollar or something. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, there are a few of these that I could I could see picking up used, you know, if I'm if I'm new, still running used. a Dota podcast a couple of years down the line. Mm -hmm. So the number yep. spirit one's pretty good. So, you know, or well, you know, stroke one. We did say that we would never officially end Bottle Crow, no matter how little either of us played Dota, until we got an interview with Jackie Mao, so we could talk That's about true. Jackie's chat, right? And this is That's a true. great segue into our next topic, because while you were gone six, there was a huge matchmaking change. Tell Do you me know about, about this. Uh, is it the ranked rules thing? Uh, no, but it's part of that. Is it the avoid player thing? No. Okay. So. Okay. Then I don't know. I don't in know summary, yeah, I guess. So they they rolled out ranked roles, which is like what, well, I don't know what league you used to have, where when you queue for ranked, you had a separate queue where you could select what uh, position you wanted to play, and that way it would like match make a team of five people who had selected the right positions, and that was a Dota Plus thing for a while, like maybe half a mm -hmm. year at least. Yeah, and I then, remember using it in Dota Plus. Oh yeah, I think we talked about it. Yeah, I never. I don't know if I ever used it, but I think maybe a month ago, maybe less, probably at this point, um, they released another huge matchmaking update. So 
basically they said this is a huge experiment guys you know we are experimenting but this is what we're gonna do ranked rolls for everybody and that's the only ranked queue hmm so okay. everyone in ranked now has to select you can select all the positions or one position you can you know do whatever mix and match you want oh and... i know where this goes this is salty mid nick this is never gets a match <laughs> no, mid nick no, no, oh no, i'm no, here no, for no. it yeah. no oh, no okay. come on give it to me don't let me down <laughs> stop 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I'll get to, you know. Let me lay out the facts first, and then we'll okay, get into sorry, the sorry, facts. Got no, it's you know it's good. Um, and then also they got rid. So remember they, I, what the hell did they have before solo and party MMR? Was it just one MMR? Yeah, there was just one MMR once upon a time. So we're kind of back to one MMR. There's no longer solo and party MMR. Instead, there is carry and support MMR. What? <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> yeah, I I was very surprised when I heard this and I was kind of I didn't feel good about it, but then the more I thought about it and the more like discussions I saw about it, I'm like, wait, this is exactly what is needed in in certain ways. And in the blog post where they released the entire update, they're like, we realized that and this is going to be amazing to you. We realized that, you know, Basically, the way Dota is made now, or the, the way ranked at least, is organized at the moment. It encourages solo play, or more, they said that it discourages party play. And I was like, you know what? It really does. That's kind of, mm -hmm. that's kind of bad. And I said, so we're going to try to avoid that because that, we think that that is one of the things that causes like toxicity and bad like behavior in games <laughs> it's like you know people are generally sh you know shit bags more when they're alone and so they're going Damn. to try to encourage party play and it's a good idea and then the whole support versus party uh support versus core mmr at the top levels i saw people talking about this on reddit the other day at the top levels there's like four supports in the top 100 mmr bracket or something mm -hmm. and then like the immortal you know, leaderboards or whatever. And so Valve said they're going to do separate support and core leaderboards. And I'm like, that makes so much sense. And like, also, listen, it's, it's beautiful. I right. now, my guilt is all gone <laughs> because it'd be like, like I'd be, you know, like what, like 2.8 K and it's like, that's my support MMR. My core MMR <laughs> is probably like, listen, if I'm lucky, it's above 1K. I'm a terrible core. <laughs> I feel like and it's so a, if you I know, picked a core, I'm just fucking though. people. Yeah. yeah. And it's, yeah. So when you queue for ranked, you know, you have to select a role and then that'll, like, they use your core or your part, your support MMR based on that. And so in theory, it's a much more, a much more accurate way of matchmaking. In theory. So, okay, okay. Mm -hmm. You hated ranked role. I did because of the League of Legends stigma. Uh, how's it going? So I've Do actually... you need a drink? <laughs> we'll save that for later. So I've actually played a lot of ranked. I never calibrated solo the last season, the last year. I never did it. I played four games solo ranked total. And I think I regretted every single one of them. It was that good. I think I played support in all of them too, because I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna come in super positive attitude. I'm gonna play the position six, and I probably picked Oracle a bunch of the time, and it was awful, just horrible. Especially because I had the Crusader two 
badge or something. No, I started off with Guardian 7 because of my Party of Mars, like 1.4K. And mm-hmm. my, my end, I think it was like 4K or like I just had 4K in like two years ago when I actually calibrated. And so I'd get in these games with like Ancient 7s and then they'd see this Crusader 2 and I like a lot of them just didn't buy that I wasn't calibrated or they just didn't, were not interested in me explaining them. So it was, you know, a bad time that way. But now everybody kind of wants to play. It's I think it's the patch effect, but they didn't change the game. They just changed the organization. A lot of our friends like want to play ranked, and so I've been playing like ranked games. And I, I calibrated it. I lost my Crusader Two badge. I think I had or something. And I, you know, it's done exactly that. We'll have to see what it does long term. But it's done the thing they wanted to do, where it's like, hey, more of us are playing ranked together. Instead of solo, you know, I was never going to play solo ranked anyways, but I was playing with other people who I think would play more solo than a party in the past. I feel like this, like, I feel like this makes me, I'm not quite a hypocrite, but something like, Mm -hmm. but this makes me want to come back. It, 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 without changing anything about ranked roles, it makes me fully buy into ranked roles. It gets rid of the the league stigma that I had. It's just like people. I thought it like built up a very negative. I don't know, like a very isolated perspective. It encouraged this like isolated. Oh, I play this one position. That is all I do. And you know, I'm gonna be the ADC, which is like their position one, and I'm gonna be the best. And you have to support me because I'm the best. I'm the most important. But then they have a blog post and like, yeah, we want to encourage people to play together. I'm like, well, shit, never mind. This is fine. Do whatever you want. Please try. Mm. Wow. Wow. That's. Mm. Mm-hmm. Six, you Gosh. sent me a video the other day. And uh, because uh, Scanline Media, if you're a patron, they're sending you uh, custom videos now. It's very good. But oh, also yeah, on your YouTube channel is a clip of you playing Clockwork. I think it's labeled like always trust your gut or something. And it's two absolutely amazing hooks. You hook like through a creep wave, like through two melee creeps, just walking down the lane, you hook an enemy and then you kill them. And then you just do a blind hook like above Roche or something and kill some. It was amazing. Yeah. I I hear, I hear that like, it says like, like Roche has fallen and there's a, you can like, there's a moment of like, you can practically hear my brain (laughs) ticking. And then I fire at the stairs where the ancients are. And I I catch, I think it's PA if I remember Mm -hmm. right. Yeah, probably. It was it was amazing. You inspired me from like oh, thank years you. ago. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it kind of made me want to come back too. And I guess it's good timing because the WLDL, the We Like Dota League, they're very amateur league, more amateur than AD2L, in which like teams play for years and years straight, but are still somehow technically in like lower bracket AD2L leagues. We're not salty about that <laughs> at all. Not at all. <laughs> I I almost remember the names of the teams. I think. Um, but it, it's like the fun league that they do every year. I think we might have like 16 teams this year. So they might do two, um, like tiers, two brackets, like higher MMR and lower MMR. So people have more fun <laughs> in general, because it's mostly just about fun. But this year, uh, I'm on Arian's team, one, the German boy Arian's team. Um, we were on Soak last year, six of a kind. It was good. 
Yeah, uh, I think no. I was I was your sub that you never yeah. called because you because <laughs> because it would have gone badly for everyone involved. <laughs> Thing is, we had the most amazing support. Uh, Baby Buck Choi, Charlene, also uh, co-host of We Like Dota. She is like, oh, she's fantastic. She's the bomb. She's inspiration. We I don't know how it came up, but she's known as the glue because I legitimately think the games we won. We had some very good success. I think we were in the finals or the grand final. I think the finals. Um, and I generally think all of us, our success was attributed to her. Her ventral spirit is, is dirty, but she was known as the glue. And so this year, I, you know, I'm playing, I think it's me, Arian, one other person who was in the team, and then two other people. I can't remember. We're starting, I think, next week or two weeks. But I've decided with this matchmaking update and with, you know, the new WLDL season to really get into the spirit of WLDL having fun and then you know playing with people I am going to go on a hard support binge so I'm back to my roots I'm playing I'm trying to play only position five wow just poor man Dota so okay hang on Mm -hmm. you're back to your position five roots yes how how deep do these roots go? Because by the time I got to know you, you were a carry player. That's right. That's right. So I, it's not the first time I ever played Dota 2, but my earliest memories of playing Dota 2 are playing Coddle. It might be with Hotto Dog or two. I think wow. he might have. Coddle, not, huh? Yeah, Coddle. I was like, I played a lot of Coddle, which is not a good hero to learn Dota with at all. No, no. <laughs> but I was, you know, a person who had played more league, right? And so the position of a roaming support just blew my fucking mind. I was sure. like, what do you mean I don't just sit in my lane for 20 minutes and then that's it? What do you mean I can go do things? What do you mean I can give people mana? Give people mana? That was like, you know, game-breaking to me. And, you know, the rest of all the stuff that old Coddle had that I think is way more fun than fucking Ignis Fatus. But, you know, that's for another podcast. And so uh, I think I played Disruptor, Coddle. But my earliest memory is, like, being in the bottom lane in Source 1 and, like, giving my carry mana. Huh. And so I think that's what I, like, that's what I used to do a lot. And then I don't know what happened. I think when you, like, are feeling more competitive, the thing is it's always, you know, core mmr and support mmr are great but it's really hard to actually measure people's skill because it's always going to be easier to carry the game as a carry than as a support sure like if you have a really just a a (laughs) dead on arrival carry you can sometimes tell you know five minutes in, you're like oh no this this person does not they're not uh they're not on their ball today Mm-hmm. I may be playing Oracle, you know. I'm a gold tier Oracle now because I'm still playing for Dota Plus for those sweet voice lines. Um, it's like you can't you can't put the team on your back as much. You still have to yeah. have a competent or like a, a willing carry, is what I'll say. It's just mm-hmm. them being willing to fight and stuff. And so that was for I, I don't know. I think when you were trying hard and like you're in the competitive spirit, like I guess I was, you know, years ago. I think it, I, I just gravitated towards carry. You know, I famously, I think before 7.0, I loved anti-mage. Oh, I was yeah. a, you know, blinking, farming anti-mage. That was, you know, fun times, tread swapping, blinking. Mm-hmm. It was good. And then later on, I transitioned into PA, and that was a lot of fun. And then I came back to PA, and I started buying three Battle Furies in Turbo, and then I'd buy 
two battle furies in a regular game and then in a ranked game i'd buy three battle furies because battle furies are amazing but then they made the armor change the cleave change so that cleave was mitigated by armor and so i i gave up pa and i gave up battle fury on anti cast aside your wicked ways i just stopped i was spamming pa and i was buying three battle furies every game because it was an amazing item I just dropped air cold turkey. And then on anti-mage, I started going um, Vlad's into a maelstrom. And then ever since then, I just, I haven't felt the magic. Hmm. I don't know. There's, I haven't felt the spark there. And then I feel like the spirit of We Lake Dota is very giving. It's all about, you know, having fun. And it's, and you know, people of every position, very important. But some, the... The people I think of as most embodying the like community fun spirit are like mostly the the super position six people, like hmm. Charlene um, Edge. You remember Eddie? He's yeah. just like the nicest guy, and they're just like super chill position fives, <clears throat> and I <laughs> and uh, and nobody else. <laughs> Damn. obviously goes without saying six <laughs> just like it's a different mindset that you have you're like you know the game could be going poorly or like you specifically could be super poor and you die a lot and that's like good and you're fine with that i mm -hmm. i i don't feel that way anymore or like i didn't feel that way even when, you know, the games I would play to support, I was like, oh, I died and I'm feeding and, and nothing's going right. And, and I just, I felt, I felt like I was being selfish. Hmm. And so I've tried, I've dedicated, I've changed my name on Steam to Scallion Heart in honor of baby bok choy. And, um, and I'm trying to recapture that spirit because I, I definitely used to be like that, even in League of Legends, which was a, very, a rare thing. I think I listened to some league of legends podcast it was like very chill and kind of like that a long long time ago so i'm trying mm. to recapture my my niceness i feel like you know my my selflessness it is my duty to you know give my carry like whenever arian plays his famous storm spirit my my i live to enable the ideal arian storm spirit experience i'm trying to make that my mantra for this season isn't it? It's the best feeling when you're like, you're like, <laughs> it's, 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 you know, it's the closest I'll ever get to parenthood <laughs> when you're, when you're, when you, you're like, you're like, you're, you're, you know, I don't know, your ember spirit zips up and you're like, here, I bought you this moon shard and they're like, thanks. And they, and then they zip off screen and you just hear triple kill and you're like, I raised that they boy. They go away to college. <laughs> <laughs> they don't look back. They don't appreciate you, but you know. I don't need them to appreciate me. Exactly. I appreciate me. I want I you know? want to be I want to recapture that in myself. I feel like I've I've lost that somewhere. <laughs> Probably the the thousandth battle fear I bought. It just like wow. pushed it out of my mind. That's that's terrible. So that's my quest for this this year of Dota for me. Well, welcome back to the good life. Mm-hmm. It's good at the bottom. It's always good at the bottom. That's not true. <laughs> Sometimes it's real bad. Uh, <sighs> well, I think we we have some other things to talk about. What if we just talk about the the two tournaments we want to talk about? 
Okay, well, I do real quickly want to say, um, for some reason, one of the, um, I think it was, like, one of the Immortals was, like, previewing them casting a spell. Like, no, it's a Living Tower was uh, casting, like, doing an attack against an Enchantress set I'd never seen before. And I was like, what's this? And I pulled up the Eminence of the South Star, and, yo, that looks oh, good as yeah. fuck. I think that's one that of looks the, amazing. the Dota Plus ones, the rare Dota Plus cosmetic there. Yeah. Um, She's so like a star. I'm... She's yeah, like a like, unicorn with like yeah, like oh, it looks it looks really good. I'm mm-hmm. I'm a big fan. I'm glad she's getting some good good attention. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Nick, tell me about Midas Mode. It's time two. for Midas Mode two. It's so we're in the midst of TI. I am very excited about TI, but leading up to TI, I did not think about TI at all. I just mm-hmm. wasn't excited. I haven't watched much Prodota this season. I don't know if I've watched almost any like full games this season. But Midas Mode, Midas Mode 2 intrigued me because Midas Mode 1 was such a fun different experience. I feel like, you know, that's what Slacks brings sometimes, a uh, different experience. And so Midas Mode 2 is going to be a LAN. It's going to be the only LAN in North America this year, this season. It's going to be mm-hmm. after TI, but it's the only LAN in North America. Except it's not a it's it is a land, but it's a land in which the teams stay home. It's this is <laughs> I this is such it's such a beautiful project. And the fans oh, come so to Colorado because I think that's where Moonduck's set up now, up you know near Boulder or whatever. And it is a grand event. I can't wait to see what you know system they come up with for actual drafting. You know, if if you're not familiar. Midas Mode 1 was like this, uh, not goofy, kind of goofy mode where like each team had a moon bucks and to pick a hero, to draft a hero, you had to spend moon bucks and different heroes had different prices based on, you know, the meta. And then you could do different quests and challenges in game to get more moon bucks. So do you remember some of the six? I do. I remember, I, you know, remember uh, we're smoking, we'll never die. Oh, yeah. <laughs> smoke break as it was called you got like bonus points for telling the enemy that you were smoking i think you had to yes. say we're smoking yes. we're smoking you had to say it whenever you used to smoke but there was also nothing to forbid you from just saying it <laughs> randomly and so the entire game devolved to people just anytime there was downtime just going we're smoking, we're smoking. um i think there was uh happy mary frostivus i think you had to offer up like a ward in the roche pit to the enemy team like drop it mm-hmm Mm-hmm. There's something with the there courier. Was, it was goofy. Yeah, there were the like the leg strat stuff. There was some great. Ah, uh, there was no legs. You know, no it legs. Was, it course. was amazing. Points for the no legs. Yeah, and the they had like Nahas and Purge there working on the system, and they like changed it live from day to day. It was a fun time. But Midas Mode Two, I assume, will have all of that. But also, uh, Sir Sadim, Sir Midas, Mister Midas is a brother. Sir Sadim has a. Uh, has come and he's he's shaken things up a bit with the million dollar Midas mode project in which you can buy elements of the Dota map and game and do what you wish with them <laughs> basically so you can buy <clears throat> you can buy items you can buy heroes you can buy towers you can buy little ads like on the map you can buy runes you can buy neutral camps 
or if you're you know if you want to spend a million dollars you can buy everything on the map so we're waiting to see if someone will give slacks a million dollars who knows <laughs> you could buy the river for fifty thousand us dollars that's pretty good so you know it's a <laughs> It's a steal. <laughs> it's a steal. It's a picture. They have, you know, various rewards on their Indiegogo. It's a picture of uh, the river as monster energy. It's just pretty good. <laughs> and they also have some GoFundMes to, like, crowdsource different ones. So, like, a hero, different heroes cost different money, but I think it's, like, a little, it's, like, between one and 2000 bucks for a hero. Mm-hmm. And so I'm hoping we organize one for We Like Dota to put, like, one of the host's face on storm spirit or something like imagine imagine if we had enough money to put six's face on enchantress <laughs> and or like make what could we make we could make the throne six's glasses that's i'm sure it's that's priceless. very expensive <laughs> and then you'd have no tail and you know you'd have all these pro players playing on this map it would be amazing but so that's what they're doing. And so they've sold off. We already have um, Ricardo Mars Axe. So he has, you know, the, the banana hammock and has the sound from the, you know, the, you know, Ricardo Mars, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-mm, you got that something better. We have a Capri Sun and Gun Witch Doctor. <laughs> I think there's the Thomas the Tank Engine um, Underlord or something. There's all these amazing mods that there used to be. And they're coming back, and we have new ones. So basically, you can buy a hero and tell them what you want. And they'll, like, you know, within reason, do something. It's going to be amazing. But it is a LAN. And so they have things like the Roshan Takeover, where the VIP tickets, which apparently instantly sold out. I don't know how many, but (laughs) they were very surprised. They're going to have, like, a VR thing, like a Vive or something with the controllers. And for every game, the VIP will be able to take over Roshan and play as Roshan. And like, I think he's going to walk around and stuff and he's going to be big. And <laughs> so you could like in uh, VR, just go clobber, you know, Sumail or something. You, you can't buy this. It, it's literally priceless, but you can buy it. But it's like, this is priceless moments that you could buy. It's, this is honestly, <laughs> probably the best stupid idea the dota community has ever had it's yeah. so amazing <laughs> and slaxa is uh, slaxa, all of moonduck has like released dev blogs on this like they're doing it they're mm. they're doing it they're serious guys most of the items have been have been like not the sales aren't finalized because they apparently they have to discuss you know the ideas with people but mm. it looks like almost every like over <laughs> half the items have been purchased mm-hmm Oh, e- they're looking for sponsors, of course, for the bigger ticket stuff. But ESL has bought Kunkka, right? And so it's huh. ESL guy Kunkka, and they have a really bright light shining on him and like all sorts of other shit. As in like the ESL, please move the lights because their lighting is always horrible. And there's always a light shining on some random audience member. He's like wearing a t-shirt with someone's face on it. It's amazing. Wow. Yeah. Oh, man. There's, yeah, I really, I really want... You know, you got to get, you got to get some, you know, Jeremy Lin, get in here. <laughs> Who do you want? You know? Right. Just we'll make you Mars. You'll be Mars. It's I want great. like, you need like, you need like a tall lanky guy. I think Grimstroke is probably Jeremy Lin. Oh, that's the good. tallest lankiest. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, I think it's sponsored by Betway. It's Betway Midas mode too now. But hopefully it works. I just, 
even regardless of all the nonsense, which you probably can't even, you know, not think about, can't think about it objectively. I want there to be a land in North America that works. Well, and also just, I mean, Midas mode was like, okay, if there's anyone out here who didn't watch Midas mode, I'm not joking when I say it's the most fun thing this community has ever done. It was just such a genuinely enjoyable, lighthearted, great thing. It was incredible. Yeah. It's like um, the old school, it's, I guess, kind of grassroots. I mean, it's Moondock, right? They're yeah. they're like an independent organization and they're trying to do something, which is great. And I think it's fun. It's a good time. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I think it's fantastic. I'm I'm really excited for Midas Mode Two, and I will, yeah, I will absolutely be be watching. I'll probably have to catch a lot of a lot of uh, you know streams after the fact, a lot of archives, but mm-hmm. I would not miss it for the world. Yep, September twenty fourth it starts, so not too far away. Fantastic, and I also I really hope that anything that doesn't get bought. They're just like, okay, we'll just we'll just come up with some dumb meme shit. Um, like, if no one buys Zeus, I hope we get like Merlini Zeus. You know, like just just have some fun. Yeah. Uh, Golem camp, Golem get you gone. You know, all the all the classics. Ah, uh, that's yeah. I I appreciate what Moonduck's doing. They're they're doing a how how to say it? they're like replaying. So this uh, great segue me. So they're replaying. Um, ti games which is in shanghai this year of course at the u.s or like you know western time zones at like an an event like i think there's people there and so they like have casters and they recast all the games basically in colorado Mm -hmm. so it's like they they have their own hub there it's you know very bts like the bts house feel it's cool it's good for them yeah I'm I just I couldn't be happier about about all of this. That's great. It's the good stuff. Uh in between tournaments, I do we do have to talk about Underlords. There's too many people playing it for us not to, I guess. I played Underlords myself. Oh, you did? Yes. Um Nick, I don't get it. Like I get it. Like it's not like I don't understand how to play, mm-hmm. but it's like what if Okay, what if mm-hmm. in a world where you could play Dota but spend most of the time not playing Dota? <laughs> and it's like, I mean, I get on the one hand, I get the appeal. On the other hand, I don't get the appeal. Like, I I played a couple of bot matches just to get my a feel for things, and I was like, oh, I got Enigma. This is gonna be sick. And then a PA blinked behind my lines and immediately killed my Enigma. And I was like, well, that's the Dota experience. I'm going home. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I similarly do not get it. I played a bunch, like a bunch of uh, my friend group was like really into it i i can't like i think they played a lot as like a one of those passive games right so you know, you're mm-hmm. you're doing other things or you know you can just chill listen to a podcast and do it but the, my problem with it is i don't know maybe where's I, the fun my attention span Where is, is it? either too long or too short mm-hmm. because like there's too much not doing shit and the games last forever for not doing shit a lot of the time mm-hmm like I don't get the auto fighter. Even I, I played some Dota Auto Chess, and I think that was for some reason better. I don't know. It's way more janky. Dota Underlords is way better produced, and it's it's cool. But like long term, I just fell off cliff. I'm like, 
because I was playing it with them a lot because that's you know the game that my friends were playing. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do it after a while. I was like, guys, I, I can't. There's not long enough for me to alt-tab here for very long. <laughs> but there's just long enough for me to alt-tab quite a bit. And I just was not having fun. Yeah. We'll see. I don't know. Good for Valve for, I don't know, making a game fast and getting it out there and I guess somehow making money on it. Good for yeah, them you know. for that making a game that worked. <laughs> yeah, still waiting on the, the revamp of uh of artifacts oh, that yeah. they still say they're gonna do. <laughs> for sure. Guess we'll see. Mm-hmm. Shall we get to the meat a minute and an hour and ten minutes in? Uh we're not doing Jackie's chow yet. No, we gotta talk about I know tea. it's a joke because we're gonna talk about meat. Tea. I just gotta talk about tea, because you're you're tea. A tier, a tea dude. Okay, go ahead and talk about tea. Okay, tea, ti. It's here. It started. We're in the mm-hmm. middle of it. I guess yep. the grand final is probably in two days, isn't it? I think that's correct. Mm-hmm. Have you watched any? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> if you can, watch I the will, latest. I will. I, yeah, I will I can watch recommend the main. I will watch the main stage mostly. I mean, like if you have ones, oh, yeah, I should yeah. definitely highlight. But like group stage, I'm probably gonna pass on. Um, but main stage, oh, yeah. I will watch. I, I, I've heard that it's been a good one. I heard that the meta isn't a good place for this. I think so. I, I, I haven't watched much to be honest, but I've like had it on passively, like at work. I've listened to it or stuff as I'm doing other things, and then I think I, I did watch a full game or a full series, which surprised me. It like sucked me in. Um, watch OG's main stage games. They're mm-hmm. having okay. a great time and. There's no Chobra this year, six. I have to say it. There's no Chobra. There is this guy called Tsunami, which he's he's fine. He's okay. Is he making waves? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know about this guy, but I guess any port in a storm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, he's, I don't know. He's He feels like he's a little too hype, man. But he seems cool. He seems cool. You know, that's fine. But Red Eye's there, and Shiver's there, and they're hosting, and it's good, and it's just the usual cast. But they also have other people. There's a uh, Rob? No. I can't remember his name. It's something like... <laughs> Red Eye and Cheever and Rob. What's his name? He's like a guy I didn't know, but he Richard, just Richard. Richard who? Uh, Richard Campbell. Okay, I don't know who that is. There are some Richards in esports who I do know, and I would be mad if they not that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. Um. But he's like a, a host guy, and he's he's great. Like, I don't think he's a Dota guy, but he's good. And Casey's there, and Slax is there. Casey's been taking Mandarin lessons for months, apparently. That's been huh. great. And I think Slax is really maturing in his role as fluff producer. He's been doing his typical cringy crowd stuff, which is great. It's, it's awful, but it's great. You got to have it, as is Casey. But he's been writing these skits called Dust of Appearance. I think they're starting to put it up on the dota 2 or the international youtube channel i highly highly recommend i'm gonna actually have to google it now youtube dust of appearance great radio content yeah so dust of appearance eg did uh did you watch the one i sent you the other day on discord uh did you send me something <laughs> I did. okay here we go um, yeah, so there's an eg um, one scrolling um, up and up and up and up, and I don't have anything EG. in my DMs from you that's a link for months. Excellent. Okay, I will just uh, 
Du, 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 du. Oh man, such a great radio. Oh, there's also the dumpling show. Apparently, they're like oh, cooking. Is. This is amazing. Um, yeah, watch that one. I think it is. Uh, it's with VG Gaming. It's amazing. It's uh, it's called Dead Yang. Dead Yang. Oh, you want amazing. me to watch it right now or um, later? Actually, yeah, sure. It's two minutes long. Okay, watch it. Okay, okay. I wasn't going Clicking. to, but it's a good idea. I'll watch Play. it with you just because it's so good. Uh oh, there's, there's a lot of yelling. Keep in mind, uh -oh. Slacks wrote this. Oh man, Coach is mad. Go RTK. Wow. Okay, I'm gonna. I don't. I think that was it. I think that was the no, entire no, skit. No, 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 no. No, it keeps going. going. Keep going. Okay, it just ramps up. <laughs> We'd rather play with our with Dead Yang than our TK. <laughs> Wow, they really have have done some work on their writing. That's that's slacks you get in there, man. <laughs> Yang God. Here it comes. There has to be a better way. Okay, that's wow! Wow, slacks, buddy, you're you're making real comedy. You're making like actual jokes. Oh my god, it's like my fourth time watching, and it just keeps getting better. I can't believe it! Wow, right? you're right. He's grown up. He is. He's a serious guy. He's like organizing a land. He's writing, and I think the Chinese is actually right. So like. It's VG and they're all speaking Chinese and it's subtitled, mm. but it seems like they're speaking correct Chinese. So hopefully all the fans in Shanghai get it too. It's it's good. Wow. Yeah. Wow. The EG1 is also great for you to watch later. Yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to check some more of the stuff out. It sounds like TI has been a real banger and I, I regret that I've been so busy. Me too. I haven't actually watched very much. It's at a weird time. Let's be honest. Mm. It's at like it, 10 to 8 a.m. Mm -hmm. I watch it when I get into work and I'm like, I've been doing emails and drinking coffee, right? And then I just, yeah. on another screen, have like Twitch playing TI at six in the morning. It's very strange. Yeah, I like, so for me, it's 7 uh, p.m. is when it starts. And that's like, 
exactly when I record almost every podcast I do. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then naturally other things come up from that. Um, so it's just, it's been, been a busy time, but mm-hmm. I will be very happy to catch up because yeah. Dota, Dota's making a comeback <laughs> and I'm here for it. Yeah. What? But, and the OG games, um, mm-hmm. they're, they're having a time. They're just clowning. It's it's excellent to see just, you know, five boys in a booth clowning around. I think the other day they set all their picture their profile pictures to Goofy. I don't I'm not sure if that was a right name, but <laughs> so I think they were it the wasn't. goof troop. They were the goof troop. Like I think who was it was uh Anna No, to, yeah, Anna body blocked Topson into dying to like jug illusions randomly in a jungle. <laughs> Like in that TI. <laughs> Best of friends forever. Yeah. Just like, really, they uh, fountain camped. Uh, was it Maneski or something? I, I can't remember. They fountain camped with like a bristleback. They were winning the game and they just went and they fountain camped. <laughs> Bristle was taking no damage. And then, you know, Pilot dies suddenly, you know, okay, GG. And they're just, you know, they're always smiling. They changed all of their, I think it was today, yeah. They played, it was an OGEG game today in the upper bracket, um, a series, and OG changed all of their profile pictures to No-Tail's face from the handshake last year between him and Fly. <laughs> Woof. And wow. So, have you seen as the battle pass that uh, you can put down flags mm-hmm. with your uh, profile picture? Oh, jeez. <laughs> This is cyberbullying, you it guys. It is. They're like actually bullying the enemy team. It's great mind games, but like they were playing each. You know, they'd kill fly and they'd plant five flags with No Tail's face. And this thing gets in your face. Yeah, they're wow. they're just clowning around. They had uh, what was it? I think in the group stages they played a carry wisp. They they did they wiped the floor with whether they were playing. With Anna on Carrie Wisp, you know I saw some some messages on the on the Reddit being like, "Prepare for all your pubs to be ruined." So I guess I've got some context yep. now. OG apologize on Twitter. Everyone, they're they're having a lot of fun, and that's always great to see. Yeah, and there's the magic of wow. What if they do actually win two TIs? That would be amazing. Why you have to be mad? Is only good. The amount of so have you seen the voice lines? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Well, you remember the Seb <laughs> moment from last year? Yes. So, as a feature in the Battle Pass, I don't know if you know this, there's the Seb voice line, right? And mm-hmm. the more Battle Pass levels you have, the longer your Seb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so you didn't know it. Okay, yep. So, like, the default one is like, Seb! And then if yeah. you have, like, thousands and thousands of Battle Pass levels, it's Seb. And so five people, right, can all have that. And so you can just have these, like, very long periods of time where all you hear is Seb. It's, they're, they're just clowning. Folks? They're absolutely clowning. Yeah, how many, how many, how many dollars did you spend on that, on that, on that Seb there? Um, I have a copy here of a piece of software <laughs> called Audacity. 
I could make that for you in 10 seconds. It could be as long as you want. But but you can be, it's an all chat one. It's all chat. Okay, well that does that does make a yeah. difference. It's it's such BM. It's amazing. I mean, you know, the, the voice lines get plenty old too. But Lakadmatatag is back. A lot of the like classic voice lines from last year are like really high levels. Or I don't know for me, for someone who bought the the didn't buy the level bundle, but bought like the level fifty or whatever compendium to begin with. It's far beyond what I would ever reach. So what was that? Yeah, Lakadmatatag. Uh, some of the other ones. It's great. OG are having fun. You should watch some OG games. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Uh, seems like seems like things are really I'm ramping up around. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. It's good time. Well, I think it's time we kick it to Jackie's Chow. been so long i don't remember what the cook serve delicious music is anyway uh we are here to talk about food and cooking and the art of edibles and i don't mean well you know what actually i do mean that if you want to write in and be like i made some pie and i put weed in it that's valid That sounded great. That was fantastic. What did you do to yourself? Six, what, do you, what do you think I'm drinking? Uh, Coke, because you coughed. I'm drinking a strawberita. Wow. How's it going? How are you enjoying your, so not your my, strawberry delight? It's not my first one, okay? It's been a while since we recorded. <laughs> Is it your first one of the night? Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> I should have, you know, pre-gamed my strawberryita, but I, I think it's my second or third strawberryita. The first time I had one, I was, I was taken aback. I was not prepared because you've described it as, you know, a drink that you like because you can't taste the alcohol, right? And re- that I mean, I, I, you know, I, I can, but like not very much. Well, yeah, yes. yeah, you know, it's it's not a very alcoholic tasting, and I think that launched us into the uh, the classic red wine in a boiling down debate. Actually, I think that was the mm-hmm. beginning. Yeah, yeah. But it is 8% alcohol, and it's in, like, a mini can. It's, like, in an aluminum can, but one of the, you know, the mini-sized ones. It's, like, 8.4 ounces. Is that right? Um, eight fluid ounces, it says. Yes. Contains alcohol. That's close. Yeah. Yeah. It's bright red. Just ridiculously red. And it's, it's like a strawberry soda. It gets the job done. It's like a strawberry soda, but very, very sweet. Not in a sugary way. I don't know how to explain it. It's not like sugar. It's just incredibly sweet. It's just got some bite. It's got some fangs on that boy. <laughs> but no it's alcohol. It's a teethy one. It's fucking 8%, and I could not tell that there's alcohol in there if I was not trying. Like, wow. It is so strange. And I just hmm. feel weird after drinking one, or just during drinking. It just feels weird. 
whatever sweetener way in which this thing is constructed, this bright red like jet fuel concoction. It's very strange. <laughs> but I'm t- hey, I'm drinking a second or third one, so I wouldn't buy it for my well, I don't know, for the novelty, I might buy it for myself again. But I feel like I I'm closer to you now, Six. Ready to uh wow. hear your tale. You'll you're about to weave wrap up and so this is this is a this is a very unusual one for us here on jackie's chow Mm -hmm. because this is not a recipe that i cooked Hmm. and in fact when i had it i had leftovers and it still just rocked my world (laughs) uh because uh my mom every once in a while she you know she lives right around the corner um, and she has like, I think like once a month, I don't know the timing of it, but she has like, like dinner parties with her friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was like, Hey, I want to do something fancy. I'm going to make beef Wellington. Hmm. Now, if you're not familiar with beef Wellington, it's a nightmare to make. <laughs> it's uh, okay. So it's a filet steak coated in pate. And Duchelle, and Duchelle is like uh, very finely diced, like minced uh, mushrooms, onions, shallots, thyme, and pepper sautéed in butter. So it's that and pate on the outside of a steak wrapped in ham. In uh, in my mother's case, I believe she used uh, prosciutto. And then that is wrapped in puff pastry and baked. Because why not? And then also, because it wasn't enough, she made a uh, green peppercorn gravy for it. Oh. Um, yikes. That was, that's, that's a meal. <laughs> that thing is intense. Oh, and then the steak is like super rare, right? Usually. Mm-hmm. It's, it's unfortunately because it was leftovers, it was a little less rare than you'd like. But uh, yeah. yeah, Um, still, still superb. You could have this thing well done, and it would still just just blow you away because it's you know like the the Duchelle is is extremely nice. I'm not a mushroom fan, but that that flavor combination is great. The pate is nice, puff pastry is good. If you don't like you know um, the fancy ham that I just forgot the name of, Parma prosciutto prosciutto prosciutto. prosciutto. If you don't like prosciutto, then you're a fool. Um, it's it's honestly. They, it's one of those dishes where you feel like whoever made it was just like, they didn't know how to stop. <laughs> and it worked. It worked this time, which is why it's one of those dishes that has stuck around through history. There are other instances of people doing that and it not working. I would personally cite poutine, though I know people disagree. Um, but I feel like it's that school of thought of just like, what if I added more things? What if more. I kept adding more things? Um Mm. It's it was it was astonishing. It was a real piece of work. Have you had beef Wellington before this? No, absolutely not. I oh, mean, okay. it's it's the ingredients and everything for this. That was that was a like a hundred and twenty dollar entree. That was an ex- <laughs> not not for one person, you know, for a group. Mm-hmm. But like that was fucking expensive. I could never afford that if I wasn't being given it for free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never had it either. It's been on I can't. It's kind of on my radar as like a, a, an interesting project meal because, mm-hmm. you know, I like to do that. I've really not been cooking very much at all in terms of 
you know, interesting things lately. Once I, you know, am moved into my house and I build a kitchen, I think that's going to change, hopefully. Hmm. Um, but, like, it's definitely on the list, right? It's just like a, it's a daunting project. Well, if you don't have anything else, I can offer one other dish that I've cooked um, that I thought was special well in the, in the time between. Right. Oh, please do. Yes, I made some fried eggs for myself tonight. So, um, so I made a uh, curry udon. Oh, um, that's right. Which I heard about this. So, um, you know, it was like I. Well, first off, I, I there's there's something about knowing how to cook where there are like the little jumps that you make of logic that are just they're really satisfying, right? Mm-hmm. Where like I looked up a recipe for. Um, the um ramen pork what's it called uh tonkotsu no i mean like the um specifically the uh chashu yes for chashu pork and i was like i want to do this in a in an instant pot and i looked at the recipe and i was like i know how to make the changes and i just did it um (laughs) even though the recipe wasn't for an instant pot Mm -hmm. um turned out fantastic so that was the that was my pork base and then you have some you know slice some onions very nice Mm -hmm. um you saute that up and then you've got your um, dashi, of course. You've got a little bit of sake in there. You got soy sauce. You got some diced green onion. I used a uh, sanuki udon, which is like a much thicker, um, like almost the th- I would say about the thickness of a chopstick udon Ooh, noodles. Delicious. Um, and then of course you know curry roux. Um, you can make this in like, you know if if. If you've already got, if you're using like frozen udon, which I did, I got pre mm-hmm. you know, frozen pre-made udon, like 20, 30 minutes you can make this and it's incredible. Mm. It's so good. Like it's the, you know, that, that curry broth is yeah. just so fantastic. You get those thick, chewy noodles. That pork was, okay, the, I, I, sorry, the pork took significantly longer than half an hour. <laughs> but it was I had an act of time. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, but really, uh. If you want to, honestly, I, I feel like I'm at a point where I would say if you want to get into Japanese cooking, this might even be a good, like, first dish, and it's stunning. Hmm. It's a stunner. Damn. You did remind so. me of something I wanted to talk about. That sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. Ah, oh, curry udon. I love me a good noodle. Listeners, if you've listened to the show once, I talk about noodles so much, <laughs> you got to know that I'm a noodle lover. And we at We Like Dota Live, one of the things I was most excited about was, you know, it was going to be exciting to see my, you know, We Like Dota friends, you know, see Sam and Jim and everyone again. It's going to be exciting to go back to Philly for the weekend. The thing I was most excited about was going to back to Terracara Ramen on 9th and Ray Street. You cannot. I was like a kid in a can. Like, it was Disneyland to me. I honestly cannot overstate it enough. It was amazing. We so we picked Arian up from the airport. I think. Yeah. So here's how our Friday went. Me and Dallas drove. Dallas drove up on Thursday. Hado Dago drove up on Thursday. Stayed with me in Maryland. We drove up to Philly on Friday. Um, got there. I don't know. We were doing some other stuff. Got there mid afternoon or something. Uh, checked into the Airbnb. And then drove to the Philadelphia International Airport and picked up this German podcast man. And then we went to the Airbnb. And then he, which was quite the ordeal, by the way. I, I realized 
he was going to try to get to the city from Philly International, which, you know, it's a city. I'm not used to it anymore, but there is actually public transportation. It's not great, but it, it's there. Except for that week or like half a week, they stopped all the trains from Philly International. There was no train. There. It was like, what the wow. fuck? Because I was like, uh, it's not worth us driving. Like, it's going to take us longer to drive than for you to just hop a train. But there were no trains. So like, oh, shit, we got to go there. But this guy, he's from Germany. He didn't have cell phone service. I was like, oh, no. Oh, sure. No, of course. That You know, it's one of those things you don't think about. But it's like, right? oh, no, of course you wouldn't. It's like, how is he going to – he can't Google Maps how to get here even. It's like it was going to be – you know, I was like, oh, boy, I did not plan for this. I did not plan for any of this. But luckily he had like airport Wi-Fi, right? Mm-hmm. And so, I was going to say he probably had airport <laughs> Wi-Fi though, right? Yeah. Via Great. Discord, we organized us picking him up and then like – A rescue we were, mission. Yes, a rescue mission <laughs> for our German compatriot. It was yeah, it was a time, and so then we drove back to the city, dropped him off, the, or dropped our things off at the Airbnb, walked to, at the car at the Airbnb, then walked to like an AT and T store, and it was probably seven p.m. at this point. They were gonna close, you know, soon, and then he got you know an American SIM card because he had a big like month long trip here in America. I think oh. he just got back today. We just he's been messaging me to play Turbo with him actually. Welcome back. Yeah. Um, oh, I have more in the We Like Dota Live thing. One more thing before I forget, before I end. Um, so then we walked to the NTT store. He got his SIM card. He was all good to go. He was restored. Uh, at that time, Sam, uh, Plaid Pirate Sam, had just driven in from um, way out west in Pittsburgh. Mexico City, Mexico. Mexico City. I can't believe I forgot the name of Pittsburgh. It's sad. <laughs> it's not that small a city, Nick. Um, and then we were, oh, where was that? It's a little above south. Maybe maybe Chestnut, maybe a little bit more north. And then we walked less than a mile, but like a significant distance. We walked up, walked through the city, you know, given area in the tour. As we walked towards Chinatown for dinner, it was like seven to eight at this point. And we got into Chinatown. We took him the scenic route to go like by the main gate so that, you know, he was getting pictures and stuff. And we were touring him through all the, the more stereotypical Chinatown parts, right? walking through Mm -hmm. and then we got to ninth street and then we turned turned to go north and then i saw all the old signs there's like some and i can't tell if they're actually active but there's you know this one vegetable restaurant it says like literally vegetable restaurant there was this one bedding store that had like only doll bed bedding like bedding for doll beds very strange you know some insurance things a travel agent and then like a pregnancy clinic is right across the corner from terakawa so i saw that we walked by it there was a pizza joint there that i I don't know if it was actually ever open when i was there when i was living there and then i saw it i saw terakawa it was just lightly busy like this is a very narrow place for for people who have forgotten my tirades it's like a narrow long like brick row restaurant thing and like half of that is taken up by the quote unquote kitchen, you know, where the, the chefs are making the broth and the noodles and stuff. So I walk in there and I give them, you know, say, hey, four people and said, okay, like 10 to 20 minutes. It was like 15 minute wait. So as the four of us out there, we we're talking, talking to Aaron, who I've never, you know, actually met, met before. It's a good time catching up with Sam. And then they called our, our, my name and I was so excited. 
I we went in, we sat down. I you know was talking to Sam and Aaron about what they were would get, and I was on the menu. I was like, oh, I'm tempted. Do I get the black garlic tonkatsu because they have this tonkatsu, which is like a pork bone broth, very milky, cloudy broth, and they have this straight thin noodle so not like curly ramen noodles like you're thinking about it's a very straight very thin but very i don't know it's it's light it doesn't use egg it's the most amazing noodle it's what i love about that place and so i'm like oh you know this they have this this and this they have shoyu broth they have shio broth uh, like uh soy sauce and salt broths they're all good they're chicken based i really like the tonkatsu and i think sam got the black garlic oil tonkatsu which is amazing in itself um and I got just plain old tonkatsu and and uh, a green tea. I was always get green tea, hot green tea there, you know, when in Rome. And then I was the last person to be served because, you know, they they bring it out while it's hot, right? And then the, mm-hmm. they, so they brought everyone else's out. And I was like, no, please, you know, start eating, of course, because you don't want the noodles to get soggy. Because the thing is, you can order your noodles at different donenesses. And I am a firm noodle fiend, so I say, please. Oh, long-time listeners uh, will, will absolutely know. Absolutely know. I'll be like, please, stop talking about your love of firm noodles. And so I said, okay, please, uh, barricata, because, you know, <laughs> I won't go into the ridiculous Japan English details. Uh, okay, I'll have the tonkotsu, barricata, please. Uh, yes, and, you know, a bonus egg or something. It was great, and it came out. And... The smell, it's steaming. It's like almost boiling broth. It's so hot. They just throw it all in a bowl and give it to you. That's why you have to slurp to cool the noodles. And I like, I needed to like say a prayer over it. It was this sacred thing. I was not worthy. I needed to like cleanse myself, purify myself to enjoy this bowl of noodles and broth. And so first, you know, the way I eat it, I'm left-handed. So I have chopsticks in my left hand and I put the spoon in my right hand. I like the two-hand technique. Mm. So I take a, a little bit of the broth, and I I, I drink it. It's uh, oh, indescribable joy. And then I take a big you know hearty thing of noodles, and I slurp up the noodles, and I just go I go to town. It was amazing. I can't even remember if other people were talking around. It's just five minutes of me slurping this huge bowl full of noodles. It was, it's the slurp and the chew. Because it's, you know, it's the chewiness, like the udon noodles, right? They're great because mm. they're chewy. Like, that's a big part of it, the texture. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, absolutely. But these are, like, thin, like, wiry almost. But, you know, they're firm, but they're super chewy. And it's awesome. And then the broth goes with it. And it's super, like, rich. And it's super porky. And then, as I've explained before, you can get bonus noodles here. So you order kaidama. And then they'll come out and they'll give you an entire other thing of noodles if you have broth left. I It took me like three minutes. And then I said, hey, can I get another firm noodle? Another order of firm noodles. So then I finished my noodles. Those came out. I put the rest of the noodles back in. And then this time it took me, I don't know, seven minutes maybe to, to slurp it all down. And then I drank the, I got the broth with a spoon. And then I pick up the bowl and I drink the rest of the broth. And then I just like set it down. Give a good, you know, sigh. Like I'm... I I don't know if I've been happier in the years since I've had that ramen than that moment. Wow. Indescribable. And, you know, everyone else thought it was very good, too. But oh. Yeah, they were like, okay, this is fine. 
Uh, amazing. <laughs> Nick's, they Nick's did say it was amazing, amazing, you know, the best ramen they've ever had. But, you know, I've never had any place that comes close or we don't even have places that serve ramen around me, really. Uh, so that, yes, I had I had my... Mm, just thinking about it now, I'm I'm overwhelmed with emotion about my noodles. Well, we'll have to we'll have to have some great noodle talk on the next episode of Bottle Crow, which will I said this last time, hopefully come out a little sooner, Nick. <laughs> hey, I'm I'm think I'm gonna call Verizon and uh, get my internet turned on soon. So Great, great. Don't Good ghost internet. me. A Comcast, that's right. I only have I have no options, so it'll be Comcast. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, you know you know what they say about com- com- Comcast? They they really cast your com. They're, they're assholes. But yeah. <laughs> I, hope, I hope they get you the internet you need. Yep. Thank you for mm-hmm. listening to me talk about my noodles. Oh, I'm, sure, I'm just thinking sure. about it now. One, one last thing related to Arian. Um, so the name instead of Soak this year for our WLDL team is... Oh, here, here we go. The Schlatten, uh, Schlattenbretzinger Gaming Society, because Arian chose a random small town in Germany and decided to name us after that. And then he emailed the mayor of Schlattenbretzingen um, to see if we could be the official esports team of Schlattenbretzingen. Um, he didn't get a response, so he called today and said... And talked to some six-year-old lady at the town hall for this tiny German town and explained to her what esports was and why he was trying to reach the mayor and said, oh, the mayor's on vacation until, you know, September 2nd or something. So mm. we might become the official esports team of Schlottenbrötzingen. And it's very strange. Wow. Well, uh, I'm going to just assume it worked out and say congratulations in advance. Mm-hmm. And that's, um, that's not the right pronunciation. But that's when we tried. But we decided we're just gonna put it. It's it's spelled like G S C H L A C H T E N B R E T Z I N G E N. So who the fuck mm. knows? Yeah. And uh, of course, uh, next uh, episode of Bottle Crow, Jackie's Chow, Nick is gonna report back on Marmite, um, and talk about how that stuff is. Amazon.com. Marmite. What is Marmite you know, made out of? I don't actually <clears throat> know. It's made from yeast extract. I'm seeing that on the label here. It's a it's a byproduct of beer brewing. Is they get this shit <laughs> left over and they're like, what if we put it on a sandwich because it's not good enough to be in beer? It's apparently rich in B vitamins, so good, <laughs> good for it, I guess. Marmite. Uh, I mean, you like beer. You'll like this. I mean, it's good. Marmite Same crunchy there. peanut butter, 225 grams for $10. Delicious breakfast spread. I'm sure you can find it at a local store. I'm sure. I mean, you're, you're sure. in the middle of nowhere, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm sure there'll be some, like, you know, like <laughs> international foods market or something. There is. Yeah. There's an H Mart in uh, a Lote near me, so there has to be mm-hmm. something else. Sorry, there's a limited edition Marmite XO Extra Old Matured Longer for a Stronger Taste 250 oh, gram No, <laughs> just I'm going to send you the link to this and uh, you can uh, quake in fear. It's, there's there's some powerful dark energy rolling off of this this phrase you just uttered. Oh, oh boy. Extra Old Marmite. Just, just what you needed, right? 
matured a with a black jar. <laughs> just like oh, my God. oh there's you one review. Buy it. Loved it. Huh? <laughs> oh, from 2015. I just want like like <laughs> you try and buy it at the store. It's for some reason it's only stocked at liquor stores. And you're like, that's weird. And like, hang on, let me see some ID. <laughs> oh. Wow. Uh, though I will note uh, this uh, any any statements made about it's it's oh so it's a dietary supplement. What is how it's classified here in this on Amazon? It's a dietary supplement. <laughs> I mean, because there's a there's an FDA disclaimer of like, listen, we didn't fact check these guys. <laughs> oh my god! Because it can't be a food; it can be a dietary supplement. Oh boy! Oh boy! Uh, you know they they banned Bang Energy in in the UK. Really? Yeah, they said that the super creatine wasn't safe. It's it's yeah. It fuels the gamers too well, you know. You Damn. can't go creating super gamers Man, left and right. Man, Game Fuel? Mountain Dew Game Fuel? That shit sucks. It just really? tastes like butt. It's terrible. <laughs> and, like, listen, I like garbage soda-adjacent substances. I mean, I'm drinking a Strawberita, and it is awful, in a way. Right? And, I mean, like, I like Mountain Dew. I like Amp, which is a Mountain Dew product. That's, that shit is just disgusting. And they keep serving me these fucking YouTube ads being like... You gotta get some game fuel. It's it tastes like loser tears. And I'm like, what do you? Do? That's actual quote. And wow. I'm like, why? What? Don't do this. <laughs> I don't want to say you're better than this. You're not. But try to be, please. Aspire. <sighs> anyway, um, that's it for this episode of Bottle Crow. We are kicking it to the plug zone, Nick. Yes. Plug plug something. Um. Um. If you have any home renovation stories, write in, and I'll read your home renovation stories on our new Jackie's Open Concept Corner. Something like I'll come up with a better name, and we'll tell Jackie how to renovate his home. If you have any good ideas, Jackie's load bearing wall. Oh yeah. <laughs> I I can't think of anything that rhymes with Mao that is nope. construction adjacent. Bow. Jackie's ja- That sounds really bad, my dude. <laughs> you can't go talking about Jackie's bow. <laughs> it's a great bow. Um All right. And then uh for me, you know, at Six Detmar on Twitter. I do a lot of podcasts these days. You really um, do. I got a I got another one. That's coming soon, but I can't talk about it yet. No. I'll tell Nick off Top the air. Secret. It's confidential. It's exciting. It's exciting. It's going it to be good. It sounds like it's going to be great from what you've said about it here. You literally know nothing. <laughs> That's You could say that at any point about anything. <laughs> you'd be mostly accurate. All right, folks. Well, uh, oh, one other fun fact for, for y'all Bottle Crew listeners. I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. all the other podcasts I'm on. My co-hosts still don't know where peace out comes from, even though I say it every time, but peace out. We're so special. It's been a pleasure.